some creativity. creativity for the society. The Process Podcast. It's the Process Podcast, episode 151. Good timing of the music, to by Enter the way. Sandman in the background, and it's, I would say it's that, quite a strong That timing vibe. was like... It's quite a strong vibe. That was per- quite perfect. Can't lie. Like, if, if we ever did a live show, we'd have to come out, like, headbanging to Enter Sandman. <laughs> yeah. Like let's big just... red curtains that lift up off the screen. Right. And then the, this is where the light show comes in, you know? <laughs> If you're, if you're, if you, if you it's still fall, building and the smoke's coming, yeah, the dry ice exactly. is, is, is in. And then like, right. Is it first Nick's goes running loud? around the stage with the, with his new camera on a gimbal? Yeah. Yeah. Just getting, yeah, all yeah. The, getting the banger shots. And then when and it comes in, flying a drone, like it's still building, you know, when it first did, yeah. that's when we walk We've out got black know? leather couches. And then <laughs> this is where we type? sit down right now. Yeah. And that's that's how it goes. That's like a WWE, no WWE entrance right there. Dude, that's that's a big vibe. It's gonna make <laughs> that's what it looks it's like. Make zero that's what sense if like. you don't know what Enter Sandman is. But if you don't know what Enter Sandman I'm is I'm sorry. Yeah, my, my Look it up. S- sincerest condolences. Bless to your you. ears. How was how was today? Today's today's been a day. It has been a day. Yeah, today was uh it was long. Really? To be honest. Yeah, today went by really slow. It was one of those things it's like I thought a lot of time had passed and because we, we got a lot done. Uh, and then I go to like change the song and I look at the time and it's like 9.04 and I'm like, oh, you got to be shitting oh, me. No. Yeah. I was like, no, no way. Like someone's, this is a joke. Like my phone's broken. There's no way. No. Yeah. That sucks. I yeah, lived in Keyshot almost all day today, which haven't spent all day in Keyshot in a long time. True. Basically since like before. Basically, since thesis was the last time I spent almost a full day in Keyshot, but doing a Mood. doing a big rendery do for a customer, so spent again ninety percent of the day. It was either, excuse me, it was either in Keyshot or in email, mm. just toggling back and forth between the two. Not super ideal. Yeah, not ideal. But but the images, which have now taken like a total of three hours to render out, right, are. Mucho crispy. That came out good. Mucho crispy. The crispiest, Ooh. the crispiest thing that you could get out of Keyshot. Um, I had something else happen today. What else happened today? Something interesting, I think. No, I can't remember. Oh, I had moved my car on the street today. Mazda yeah. CX thirty. I was going to say, how's the car going? Is it day day what? Is it a week um, tomorrow? It's a week tomorrow. Yes, already. It's a week tomorrow. Yeah. Whoa. I haven't driven it in like three days. Like the most yeah. that I've driven it has been to park it on the lawn or to park it on the street. Um, yeah. So later tonight, once I get a bit more work done, I'm going to go out, fill it up with gas because um, I'm running low on a tank and then just do a, find a nice podcast to listen to and just do, do a little drive, you know, Ooh, yeah. maybe go out east, go out of 30, 45 minutes east and then come back and use that as like a break time. You know, yeah, and to start working in the car, just interesting. You know, because you still what got. Did you say sorry? I didn't, I didn't catch that. I didn't oh, catch that. um, into working the car, you know. Yes, like, exactly. Cause you still got like because it's brand new. You gotta, 
you got to work it in a bit before you can start like really hammering it or. Yeah. Like I used it on Friday and probably put like 400 K's on it on Friday. Um, and I wouldn't say I stressed it too much. Like I took it on the highway at one point. Yeah. Um, for about 30 minutes. Um, but only did that once. Everything else is pretty, pretty consistent. I'm trying to do mostly like driving around town. So that way it, because that's what they said. Like you, there's like roughly a thousand kilometer break in period. It's kind of yeah. like shoes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Getting like you breaking in your shoes, breaking in the engine, so to speak. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Just been just been doing that. So it'll be the first time I have to fill up gas with it too. You know, because it came with a full tank of gas, which obviously I paid for because that's how car dealerships work. Won't give right. you anything for free, other than the book. Other than the book. Other than the book. Which I'm sure I still probably paid for somewhere on the car invoice. Um, probably. They work it into the cost for sure. But uh, yeah, I'll go do that later tonight. Get this out. Talking with, with Mark Connolly and the rest of his industrial design group tonight about mm. they're doing some kind of a school project. I have no idea what it is. Something about like designer tools. Those are like mm. tools that a designer would use as opposed to like a Gucci hammer um right yeah like a supreme you know, say crowbar tools could be interpreted that way supreme crowbar that's a name that's a legit thing though isn't it the supreme crowbar yeah that happened yeah stupid as my mind yeah that happens um well yes yeah, so there's that tonight you know see see what the kids are up to i haven't spoken to mark in a while he got that internship remember he was talking to us about that internship mm-hmm. at that shoe place um, he got that. Cool. He got that internship, or confirmed that internship per se, which is uh, very nice. Very nice. It's very exciting for him. It's gonna make some. He posted a picture, and he's got like he's got like these jeans on and this nice shirt, and then he's got these. Not that they're weird, or not that they're ugly. Not that they're ugly, but they're weird. <laughs> not that they're There's ugly, like, but they're ugly. it's like a. It had like a bluish blue and white flower pattern on it. I think, if I remember correctly. And he's got no socks on, which I respect. I completely respect that, mm-hmm. especially in the summertime. It's a strong aesthetic to have right. jeans, low-cut shoe, and no socks. It's a complete style thing. Right, yeah. Unless you've got dope socks like me. Yeah. That's a different story. True, that's, yeah. That's a... But not all men are like me. Not all men are equal in the sock game. Sorry. Um, yeah, apologies. But uh, Gotta get the designer was... look, man. That's what he's doing. Oh, he's he's completely rocking the designer look. Oh, yeah. Made a very professional po- post about it as well. Very you know, nice. he's like, be very. He's like, I'm very very excited or very honored to be joining the the design team at X Y Z, whatever the company's name was. He's like, good for you, Mark. Made it happen. Nice. Did it. For I had himself. a dream the other Shit. night of working at a shoe design studio. Really? Yeah. What was it like? What was the dream like? It was a good dream. It was a dream, obviously. It, yeah, obviously and unfortunately, I'm gonna cough. <laughs> you know, but a dream. But uh, no, it was like, oh god, you're dying over there, man. You're gonna make me want to cough. Is <coughs> this why we just Jesus, she's coughing? I'm dying. No, it was a good dream. It's not huh? COVID. It's not COVID. No. What was the dream like again? Sorry. It was good. It was. It was just like, it was at new balance in toronto if they have a place in toronto i assume they do i think they do do. no i feel like they do all right 
since there's since there's dispute about it, we got to we got to fact um, check it. Jamie, um, but no, it was good. It was that some like it was again because it was my dream, my head. It was like this mm-hmm. very industrial studio vibe type looking interior design. You know, just sketching the shoes. Sketching the shoes. Were you on a sketchbook or did you have like a Cintiq? I I was bare naked 11 by 17 just raw on the table and it was a wooden table wow that's yeah i yeah i was (laughs) just gonna put that into the universe you know just want to manifest it manifest the dream nothing wrong with that i don't think i think that's the way you got to do it interesting um interesting that it was like a new balance thing yeah i you know do you vibe with new balance is that like is that a zach thing more now Interesting. I mean, why? I don't own them, but why like, do you think that is rather, well, rather growing. I guess I first started getting to the point where I was like, okay, I care about shoes in probably grade grade seven because I was getting really into basketball at that point. So it was only right. it was just basketball shoes, and I didn't really care about getting like the specific like you know colorways or the rare ones or whatever. It was like I want to get the shoes that I want. That I like, and the first one I saved up to buy was when, you know, I went with the family to Orlando, to Disney World or Disneyland, whichever the one is. Orlando, I always forget. Disney World. Dude, I have no clue. I have no the bigger clue. one. <laughs> um, I've been to Universal, and that's it. Right, and went to downtown uh, Disney, which is a different thing. Right. Uh, while we were there, we were at a mall, and I I saved up and I bought um a pair of Lebrons. Really, mm. LeBron eights. Oh, dude, I have no idea. I, th- I want to say so eight. Out of my depth. Um, and I actually love them, babied them, and then got the LeBron nines, and it was mostly just basketball stuff. But I was only, I only really liked Nike and Adidas. Interesting. And then I always thought New Balances looked ugly as hell. And um, I think they kind of did though. Like I, it's yeah no they did and then it's same with like weird. Asics and stuff like that as well and um I just thought they they were always like you go to the the sports store and you see all the the sneakers and you see these are all for the people that just want to run and don't really care about looking good mm-hmm. and then there's like the basketball shoes and they all look pretty sick um yeah and obviously that's, that's all it was what I wanted to wear but. I think definitely going through Humber, I had more of an appreciation for it, for the design of it, you know? That's how I feel with cars, to be honest. Like, going yeah. through school, could not give two shits about yeah. what a car looked like. Yeah. But then now, after going through it, and after, Bruce has definitely helped in cultivating Inspire that Inspire the passion. Sure. Yeah, and especially having you as a roommate and as a best friend and as a podcast host and everything, and cars kind of diving into it a bit more and right. being like, okay, well, I'm here, I may as well pay attention to, to yeah. that kind of a thing, has definitely opened my eyes up to it a bit more. And then now purchasing my own kind of sells the whole thing in itself because I'm like, I don't want to drive around in a something that looks like crap, right? And, and you it- can say like, well, you, you car is just a mode of transport. It's like no, yes, that hurts. But, but if you, under, like understanding what goes into it, 
gives you a different appreciation. Have you seen that meme? You know, like, you know, the ones where it's like the guy, it looks like the instructional type, like illustration. And the Uh guy's like, kind of like, guy's hands up, he's worried. And there's a guy with a knife, you know, that meme. And it's like, you know, yeah. And he usually says something like, you know, um, me trying to process last March. And then it was like, and then it's like March 2021 or whatever. Yeah. There's one that's like the same illustration style, but it's like, it's like a, I think a girl talking, but the words are like knives and the guy's like, it's all these knives like stuck in him and his heart. Oh, and it's, so it's something like usually I've seen a lot of like car memes where it's like, yeah, but that just looks like this. And it's like two classic like Japanese cars. Like they just look the same. And it's like the guy like, ah, that's what I feel oh. like when people are like, it's just a motor transportation. It's like, oh. but could, it could you still argue that 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 is a valid point, though, if the person doesn't care about aesthetics? You know, if someone doesn't care, they're only buying it to get from point A to point B. Take a bus. No, I mean, that's like the it purpose. could be designed for a specific. It could be designed for a specific use and designed with people in mind. But ultimately, you can't completely control who buys it. No, I mean, I guess there's a. I guess there the is purpose, a but I feel like just like any kind of thought out or good design is like especially if people don't really care about it, they just won't notice it. It's subconscious. Like everyone can pick out if a car's ugly. Yeah. There's people that like different things. People, people bought the Nissan cube and people bought Aztecs. So yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know. Those people are, yeah. The Aztec is an example of a design of, of a company and the designers saying, we want, we want the people's feedback on this. We want the public's feedback, and we're going to design design a vehicle for the public. So they go out and they yeah. do that, and they design a vehicle for the public, what the public wants, and they give it to the public, and the public is like, "I don't like it. Looks ugly." It's like, "Well, that's what you wanted. That's what you yeah. asked for," which is kind of why it ended up being so iconically terrible. Personally, I don't hate it. I hate it. I don't it's... think it's inherently ugly. <laughs> I think it's evil. I think there's worse looking cars than. Ah, uh, uh, I don't know. There is. I, uh, remember that one car that um, Bruce always talking about. Drew? Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'm. T- I thought we were talking about real existing Let me production remember vehicles. Remember all of the cars that Colin drew. <laughs> I just. T- I just typed in Aztec, especially to get a, expecting to get a response. Right. And it's like the Aztecs were a meso were right. a Mesoamerican culture. Aztec car. But yeah, anyways, back to the shoes. Like, like you yes. said, like with the cars, you found the appreciation for it. It was kind of like that, right? Like shoes that I thought would have, that I would have originally thought are ugly before the program. Now I look back, I'm like, I appreciate why, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I appreciate the design of it. And now I feel like, especially with like New Balance, it's almost like. I mean, Nike and Adidas still, especially Nike, still milk the whole resell sneaker culture stuff, right? Where they're just yeah, like they do. changing colors on existing shoes and selling it for like 300 bucks. Um, mm-hmm. And Adidas is kind of, I feel like there's nothing crazy that Adidas have done recently that's been re- like, you know, um, uh, yeah, inspiring or exciting. Nike usually does pretty well though, but I feel like New Balance is kind of, started um kind of like a i 
know, I'm trying to think of a good comparison, but it's like a brand where they they they're self aware and they've realized that they've always been thought of as like the grandpa version of Nike. Like it's yeah, a bit of bit like of an it's underdog type yeah, thing. like it's the it's the shoes people wear for like jobs. Or like if yeah. they really don't care about shoes or it's like an older person would wear. It's not stylish or whatever. And now they've kind of taken that and have like gone a lot more designer with it. They have. And I think they've kind of been, str- I would almost argue it's a little bit strategic where it's not 100%. that they've completely lacked innovation or anything, but they've kind of let Nike and Adidas go out and say okay you do the hard r&d you invest all the money in these specific technologies like yeah take adidas ultra boost for example developing that probably was not cheap probably was not a quick thing no probably not and not that not that new balance can come in and copy it but they can see if it worked for adidas if it worked for adidas okay how can we bring it in and make our version of yeah it. but i think and it's also it's, sorry you're not apples to apples kind of a thing but no it's kind of like letting the other people do a whole heap of the heavy work and you can kind of just coast in and reap some of those rewards yeah i think it's even deeper though that i the con like how self-aware they are it's not even, i wouldn't say it's not it's not even that it's like they've seen how like especially you know um not like the Yeezys. What the Yeezys everyone likes is it was those the three fifty boosts or something like that? Yeah. Um the one that looked like the McDonald's wrapper. That that type of I thing. don't know. But you know the the other ones they've done which are like really ugly, like their dad shoes. Yeah, those are hideous. Right? They've even like nicknamed that, I think they called the, them on their the own. Shoe. Yeah, right. But like certain companies have done that and it's stylish and the whole like designer clothing is really going crazy and i think they've seen the opportunity to be like well we can kind of like still stay true to our brand but you know dip our toes into this area and like we can't lose (laughs) like you know like it's Mm. it's kind of like um you know champion that brand that was like big in the in the in the 90s i think or like yeah. the early 2000s it was like a Walmart brand. Yeah. Right? Pretty like, low qual. I think my dad has like an old champion sweater. Dude, I've got so much or old something. champion. Old, so you keep it. You probably resell clothing. that for like probably. <laughs> but, but it's too comfy. I Now it's it. become like a designer brand almost. Like it's gone like people like the price has gone up. People go to thrift stores looking for old champion. Because it's big, like those big chunky champion shoes, those big chunky yeah, white ones, and the big like fleecy sweaters and stuff like that, right? Like, and now I, I, the brand's looking at it, be like, hmm, like we didn't have hmm. to do anything different, but because of how like trends have gone and the whole designer clothing and everything, like we can, there might be an opportunity here where we don't have to go super experimental with the styles or do anything like Nike. We can just do yeah. us with a little bit of a twist and like and like refreshen the whole brand. Yeah. So I see which it like is, that. And I think weird. it's weird. It's weird. I think if if yeah. we didn't have social media, that wouldn't happen. 
No, probably not. Because you like, I remember when I remember when champion stuff started to become very popular, and it wasn't that long ago either. You know. Yeah, it's it wasn't that like, long ago either. It's all like the, like the TikTok generation. I'm gonna call it, which is <laughs> arguably our generation too. But we yeah, unfortunately, don't associate don't associate with such individuals. Um, because I like keeping all my information here and not in China. Right. Um, right. But it's like you see people who are successful on that platform, primarily females, not to make this a sexist conversation. This is purely what was observed, but they would wear the, the big white shoes, right? Yeah. Or a big baggy champion sweater. And if an attractive girl gets a lot of followers, say yeah. a million people following her, they see what she's wearing. I buy that. I then become that person too. Well, that, and there's yeah. like, I remember seeing a bunch of like rappers and stuff rocking like full champion yeah. outfits and sweatsuits and stuff like that. And it's like all it takes is a couple of people like that to to wear it. And, and all of a sudden starts, it's kind of start spiraling it. It expands its <laughs> yeah. tendrils out into the into the world and then very quickly, you know, now everybody yeah. wants it. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. So yeah, but I I don't know, I have more appreciation for that. So maybe that's why it was in the dream. You interesting. Know? Because it's it's like the subtle, it's a subtle way of achieving fame and success where you almost you don't even try, you know. Yeah. Whereas Nike I, and Adidas yeah. are very are they're outspoken in pushing that kind of thing. You know, I almost think it'd be more is, fun from a design point of view too. To have at New Balance kind of on accident. No, to be at New so. Balance because, like, like I love the the Nike or well, the Air Jordan ones because they're super simple. Hmm. classic design you know timeless design and they just continue to change the colors up and sell them for a couple hundred bucks and then they go resell for like fucking hundreds and hundreds right yeah but like you wouldn't be redesigning that you know and like there's certain shoes like you think of like the free runs everything they keep getting more simple Hmm. you know to the point where like the new free runs basically just like a black sock with a swoosh on it right like swoosh. it gets to the it's almost at that point right like they're super simple and they look good but like that's a different way of designing something whereas like sure. with um like new balance there's a lot of like layers like physically different layers different yeah. materials overlapping materials different colors you know the actual assembly of the shoe it's more complex there's more parts but I feel like that could be more fun in a way or more exciting. I, I agree. To I agree. um to design and play around with. But I don't know. I think there's a there's cool. a scale thing involved too, where a company like Nike, which has something like twenty two thousand employees, trying to stand out yeah. as a as a is an entry level position, yeah. let alone you work there for five years and <clears throat> you're maybe a mid-tier designer. Yeah. You're still one out of 22. Actually, that's a good point. Like, you wouldn't be able to do... You wouldn't have much uh, responsibility or freedom on that design. Yeah, how much of an impact can you have when you're one out of 22,000 people? Yeah. Whereas with New Balance, still a big company, for sure. Let's, again, do a quick... Yeah, because they're owned by Nike, right? On the Goog. I believe so. believe so. New balance. 
balance. Can't spell it. <laughs> balance. New balance. Uh, revenue four and a half billion dollars. Very nice. Very nice. Size guide. I don't want the size guide. I want to see <clears throat> how many employees you have. Please, sir. It's just not working. But yeah, you'd have more like the smaller team. That's why I always like, you know, the dream when it comes to like car design. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, working at any company as a car designer would be sick. But like, you know, when yes. Bruce would talk about being at Ford Germany, like, and he was working on interiors for the was it the Focus or the Fiesta? Maybe I think both. It was both. Like. Even just the people working on the interior is like one of however like many in a team doing that. Yeah. And then there's oh, all the exterior. Like there's a lot of teams, a lot of people. If you're working for like McLaren as a designer, like you're one of like, I don't know, 10, 20. I don't know how, how big really? their design team is, but it's not big. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It's not big. So you're going to have New more. New Balance has 5,497 people. And which is almost twenty five. It's almost basically twenty five percent of what. Yeah. Nike and there's going to be a lot less, like a very small percentage of those are the designers. Yeah. Let's see Nike companies. Though. But um. But yeah, like the same thing with like Aston Martin or, well, and then really small. Like, Seventy six thousand people <laughs> work for wild. Nike. That's wild. Seventy six thousand. Yeah. You know, like if you're part of a smaller team, like you're gonna be able to get your your hands dirty a bit more. Like you're gonna have a little more, have more of a of say on the more of an impact. Like I saw a picture the other day of um a boy Sasha Slipnov Slipnov mm. I think uh you know lead designer of Koenigsegg Slipknot and he basically and uh, he's into Metallica. He's always wearing like Metallica shirts and stuff. It's sick because he's a classy guy. You well, you see all the car designers right, and they're in like you know like basically a suit just with a jacket off and they look super mm. elegant. This guy's in like just like gym shorts, like high tops, Metallica shirt and like a hat. <laughs> that's 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 what I aspire to be. And like, um it was a picture of him that laid him working on the clay model for the Koenigsegg Gamera, their their latest car. And it's mm. just like him in the studio. Like the team there is like super small. Right, the, the like eight people. Like they might have, like they that. might have a hundred people working for the entire company now. Maybe the entire company. Maybe so. Design is probably design is ten percent of that. Less than ten people, for sure. Yes. Probably like That's five, true. or wow. if less. And like, you know, he he's basically like you know they're designing that thing themselves. Like, mm -hmm. you know, every person has a huge part to play in that. Yeah, you know, intimidating, but that's yeah. way more exciting, right? Like being able to it's a have... lot easier to have impact on that on that level, right? Yeah, more responsibility, but more um more impact, right? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. Like the the biggest company I've ever worked for has been uh, Humber College. That's different. <laughs> that's like a bit Canadian, different. We're, working for Canadian Tire, the store itself. I think the store had about eighty employees. And then I was one of six or seven people in a department and was like the lead kid in that department below the manager, below the team lead, because I had been there for like five years. Yeah. Um, and then big media company when I was there, I was one of four people. 
And then I think at Spartech now I'm one of 50, I'm pretty sure, something like that. Yeah. And I like the small groups of people, you know, yeah. having to deal with like, it's like better. you having 13 other coworkers. It's not even that. Like that. There's like, I think one for everyone who works there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. Maybe. Right. And that's it's just so much easier because you feel you feel like a person in that environment. Yeah, definitely. You're a not you're not an employee number. You're not an you're not an ID tag. You know, you're not just another list on on payroll. You're if you have an issue, you can bring that up to someone and that exactly. can actually make a difference. Right. Yeah. Whereas if you're one of 76,000 people working for Nike, I'm sure that's great to be working for Nike. But in that respect, I it kind of becomes less attractive. Yeah, definitely. You know, because like it'd be wicked to work there. It'd probably be super cool. It would be cool. Do I think I would, if someone offered me a job at Nike tomorrow, I would genuinely be i would str- i would i would have to think about it it would not be an immediate yes right cuz it's it's almost like giving up a bit of freedom you know like with the job yeah. now if i if i want to go ahead and make a a decision using creative license i can you know within respect cuz i know it's going to be reviewed by two or three people that same day i'm yeah. not going to have to wait a week for something. Yeah, right? send it to another department, and they got yeah, send it. it which boss do I send it to? Right. Type thing. So that's that's. I mean, that's where I would. Yeah, so I was just checking. Uh, I was trying to find like design team of coding. Like, and the only thing I can find is just Sasha's name. So maybe it's just him. Maybe <laughs> it's just one. It'd person. be wild if it was just him, man. Like, big brain on that. It's guy. probably mostly him, anyways. Like, he's a how old is he? Probably thirties. Jesus. He's been um very mid to late thirties. He's a he's a he were I think like out of school from he was working at Genesis. Oh wow. Um and then he, he worked at uh he was like the head of design at Bugatti. The head of Bugatti now is like a twenty four year old. Yeah, if Isn't that it? maybe even younger. Yeah, he's like around that age though, yeah. Because I listened to um there was an episode of with him on Forum Trends, head of design. At Bugatti. Yeah, I think and... I follow him on Instagram. Sketches are wild, dude. I remember seeing when he was like, Yeah, this is the guy, like he designed the the Watour Noir, the one that was at the auto yeah. show. And I was like, dude, this is like a twenty-four-year-old kid to design that car. I'm like, God damn. Like, I suck. Downright rude. Yeah, that's not fair at all. Head of design is at maybe lead designer? lead design yeah it's probably lead designer there's probably a head of design that's like ultimately calling shots but the actual designer yeah lead designer niels sajons sions yeah. um how old is niels sions this kid is straight up he looks looks like 14 man. yeah he... i've got more facial hair on my left cheek than i than he does on his entire body not that that's a metric metric for anything but right 
Um, where is he? Where does he? I was say, that would make me very old by that ah, type of in, metric. In his okay, he's twenty-seven. But still, 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 that is super young to be, not only a lead designer, of like, a car company, but to be lead designer anyway. of Bugatti. That's like it's ridiculous. It's a lot of responsibility, dude. What do you think he thinks about at night before he goes to bed? Like, sure, that it's not an easy job. It's probably like got his probably like a model, supermodel girlfriend, and then she falls asleep, and he's lying there, and he's like, "Man, I fucking rule." <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. He's probably, I mean, with cars like that, though, right? Like, if you think Bugatti is like basically, it's like Koenigsegg. They're only. They're pretty much coming up with one car at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, and I mean, I say that like obviously there's cars in advance, right? Like, there's especially now that they're starting to get a bit bigger and they're picking up popularity and the businesses are growing, the companies are growing. So like Koenigsegg, I'm sure like they came out. The Camara is like their four seater, their first four seater. That's the most recent mm-hmm. car. The one before that was the Yesco. I'm sure when they were designing the Yesco, while that is goes past the design and more into the engineering, um, and a little more and less time is spent on the um, design side of it, that's when they're probably moving on to the next project right. and start focusing, and then they go back and forth on that. I'm sure, but it's not like it's Mercedes or or Ford where like you've got a lineup of cars every year. Yeah, right. That's different. So. I mean, it's definitely, and especially with Bugatti, like, they take their time, right? It's not, again, it's not even like they're coming up with a new car every year. You know, like hmm. the Chiron is however old now, a few years old now. And then they came out with the Devo, which that was a very limited edition anyways. And then they came out, it's like the same thing Pagani does. They came out with one car and then they have like 18,000 different versions of it. Oh, is it? You know, hmm. so it's not like redesigning a whole new car. But, you know, I don't know. He's probably just enjoying life, to be honest. Probably paid a good amount, working on, you know, yeah. some of the coolest cars on the planet. You got to maintain that, though. Right. Yeah. But That's again, like, is like, they trusted him to do that one off. Yeah. And he pulled that off. Like, that car is like, it's special. You know, it's true. I think they probably have faith in him and I'm, pr- I'm sure he has the confidence to be like, look, I know the design language of the brand. I know where to push it. Like, I'm going to come up with something sick, right? Actually, that new, actually, the most recent car they did was the, that race car. The Bolide. The Bolide. That thing is like, that's I mean, if Frank piece. Stephenson says that's like a 9 out of 10, then like, that's like a, you're doing, you're doing something a right. 15 out of 10. Yeah, you're doing something right if he thinks that's like almost perfect. It's just, it still blows my mind that that whole thing comes out of someone's brain. Yeah. And again, that's what makes it special about that. Again, it's not like Mercedes where it's like, it came out of team of 50 brains altogether. Mm -hmm. That came out of like one to five maximum. Yeah. That's that's like, that's when you see the creativity. You're like, dude, this like, damn, you know? Yeah. Big wins. Big wins there. No, it's it's Be it's sick. totally incredible. I did have something I wanted to bring up, but I'm not going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up tomorrow. I'm sorry. I uh, yeah. I know because you wanted to bring it Dude, up. Dude, I literally forgot like... until now. Oh. 
So I'll quick time mention what I was going to talk about. Yes, quick time. That's quick. a new word. It's a new phraseology for you, isn't it? Quick time. Quick time. I feel like I've been just quick that. time. Bring this up. Maybe I don't know. Um, you've, you've said it like five times so far today. Oh wow! I didn't know during this Discord call. So oh Jesus. Um, I found a new. Uh, kind of my favorite graphic design influence and inspiration right now. Ooh, and it was a it's. I was on Twitter and it got recommended for something or someone I had followed retweeted it or whatever, and it was. It's a it's a Toronto based esports team called Mm. Extremum, believe. Interesting. And um, you know I don't follow esports too much um i don't follow a team i don't know who runs it or who's on the team or whatever whoever is doing their like digital work all their Mm -hmm. their posters their um you know instagram and twitter posts and their wallpapers and everything like that their videos actually they their videos are really cool too don't have the same guy or a different guy it is insane like the design is super cool I absolutely love it. Very much my style. Very much something you'd see on like Sync Zero Zero. Yeah. You know, it's I get that vibe. It's very minimal. What I like about it is, you know, you see posters online that are very minimal and very like that type of idea where it's very rant like, you know, image with just some text and and shapes and symbols over top. But they go a bit obscure graphic placement. Yeah, but they go a bit too crazy with that placement mm. and the bit crazy with the alignment where nothing is really aligned and like you can play with that i guess but sometimes to me i like a little bit of following the rules yeah like a little bit you're of clarity a, you're not a total maverick ow oh um, my elbow there we're okay sometimes going a bit crazy is fun but like i like a little bit of like you can look at it and be like okay you can see it's aligned and it's purposely aligned Mm-hmm. and they follow that to it you know they it's mm. not like they just oh let's put something in this corner something in this corner like they're very unique um mm. and daring with the placement of where they put a body text daring. or a symbol or whatever however things line up so it's it's Ooh. it's chaos but it's like aligned to chaos structured chaos structured chaos just like january 6th like 2021 that. yeah oh true too um, soon. too soon. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, just wanted to bring it up because it's super dope. Yeah. Um, no, I I looked at it when you you posted it in our Studio Vibes Discord chat, and it's uh, it's it's cool, right? It's dope. I would love to. I want I want to take some of that style. I mean, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take it. Yeah. And I'm going to make thumbnails adopt and like it. adopt it and and slowly turn it into my own, you know, take some of that influence and put it into my own style. I want to I want to take some of that and inject it into team time travel. I'd love mm. for BDC to have something like that. Big yes. Um, and and for everything else I kind of do going on the posters and everything as well because I I like how, you know, like I was saying, things get a bit too chaotic with some of the stuff you see. And it's almost like too messy where like people are into that stuff will like it. But if it's someone like seeing it the first time, it might be like, this is very messy, hard to read, hard to understand. Whereas that is like, people can look at it and be like, this is very artsy or this is very different, but it's also still very clear. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's dope. I love it. 
that image with the plus or the cross yeah is it's beautiful we need we need something like that i'm gonna do again give me like zima blue vibes where it's a it's a shape Mm. of high contrast color on a complex but subdued background you and your words are working very well i try you know i hear odin's voice still kicking in like i must say use the right words right for 7 30 on a on a wednesday night i must say your words are (laughs) i can't even articulate therefore it's all good so yeah if you if uh if you too dabble with being a young designer for a very expensive car company and if that's you then send us an email and if not send us an email anyways to hide at the process podcast at gmail.com zach watson yes sir what is the grizz process underscore underscore podcast beautiful ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening we will see you tomorrow peace the process some creative assembly required